0: restrictions. All apply. See website for details.
1: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's.
0: Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom.
1: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to
2: breakfast. Save it for the show. That's how we're opening it. I am mad at Jesse because I don't think he does enough. It's not true. Why? Why would you start it like that? We're doing great. Don't. Sports cards. Big picture right now. Sports cards (laughs) nonsense. Thursday edition. It is weird. I feel like we just recorded because we did two days ago. Um, I don't like the holiday thing. Next time, I say we just record on Monday like normally and just send it to Ronik and just leave it at that. So my opinion, one man's opinion. Some of us like to have
1: days off to where we enjoy time with family and friends. I know that's not your thing,
2: but whatever. It's cool. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> so we are going to focus on a topic I don't generally talk about because like, you know what? I was going to say because I hate it. We're going to talk about the Yankees and Jeter with the whole Hall of Fame induction. That was, uh, was it this past week? I don't even know. When, when was that? Ronick, do you know? I know Jesse doesn't. When did the Hall of Fame? In- it was what? yesterday. It was yesterday. I, cause oh, you I did actually know that. looked it up. Good uh-huh. Um, You know, I was going to say, like, the hated Yankees. I'm going to be honest with you. The whole Yankees-Red Sox rivalry died for me in 2004. So, or 2000, yeah, 2004, largely.
1: When you insult Yankees fans, it's more for show just to kind of totally keep it. Totally made keep up. Keep for yes. fun. Okay. That's correct.
2: So we're going to talk about Jeter. A couple of MLB notes going into the playoffs Uh, A couple NFL notes, kind of the same as Monday. We're not going to break our Tuesday. We're not going to do a ton of NFL talk. We have a couple things. Uh, Andy made some cool polls, like underrated veteran guys that we think we should be buying. And then he put up one, too, like what are the best buys under $100? Um, Mm -hmm. Donruss football is stupid expensive. Um, It's only a day after release. It released yesterday. We'll break down some of those sales. It is absolutely insane. For some reason, I I have a highlighter on here. The Jesse Minute. I don't love that part.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where Jesse minute came from. Is that a segment?
2: I hope it's only a minute. I mean, you know what we're <laughs> bringing back too. I don't know if you saw this. uh your I favorite saw. segment of all time. So that'll come back. Uh, I did some more buying this week. We'll talk about some of my buys and then just some bullcrap at the end of the show. That's a that's a good way to highlight the end of the show. Just some bullcrap at the end. Yeah, don't so don't even. For some reason, part. you're alive by the end of this thing. Good. <laughs> Big picture this week. What do you got for us, pal?
1: Uh, big picture, thank you. That's what I was We're going sure. right into the captain. Is that Jeter? Is that a nickname? The captain, I don't, El Capitan. I'm sure care for that. I feel like your expectation, and maybe you maybe you already know, but when I was looking into this, my expectations were not uh met. I'll say that. Uh, and you kind of dive in, I'll follow lead. But I, I, I found some really interesting stuff on values.
2: Okay, so 1993, the reason it comes up again because the Hall of Fame induction last night. Um, Jeter, all-time great from that. First of all, not the best player of the 90s, 2000s, but the most recognizable, I would argue. I mean, he is as recognizable as anybody from that. Still involved with the Marlins. Mm-hmm. You know, still a, not the face of baseball by any means, but still very much involved. Um, he was one of the few Yankees, to even growing up. You hated the team. Yet it was hard to hate Jeter and Mariano. It just was. They were like two like the consummate pros. They were awesome at what they did. So um, yeah, always like those two guys. His rookie year, largely 1993. Full disclosure. So we start here. I have two 1993 SP, which is his foil rookie. Um, his most oh, coveted one. By you far. have two of I, those? I have an 8.5 and I have a BGS 8.5 and I think I have a PSA 7. Oh, okay. so, because before I pump and dump here, I want <laughs> you to know what I have. Um, so yeah, I had basically had Jesse, like, and I didn't look up most of this data, data, data. What was the kid's name in the Goonies? Data. Uh,
1: data is the same My as My favorite movie uh, growing up, by the way. So Really? Truffle Show. Oh, shuffle? I love the You Goonies. want me to do it? I'll do it right now. Just for, for the, the attention. Show. Save for the <laughs> show.
2: So Jesse's going to pull, like, kind of comps, historical, pop. There's five or six different ones that really pop out. Like, I like the Bowman. Of course, his tops is pretty basic. The SP, the Murphy Stadium Club. I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two. So take it away. You go where you
1: want to yeah, go. Yeah, so I found five different cards. There could be more, but first off, why are there five in 1993 like that are so I don't know. I just thought there wouldn't be this many different cards right off the bat.
2: Oh, I got you. Why so yes. many rookie? Yeah, it that's it, a fair question. It really started in baseball. It started before that. Like even Griffey has I don't know, 8 to 10 different Really? Rookies. So and that's a nineteen eighty nine okay. card. Yeah, so nineteen eighty nine, I'm trying to think. Even in the mid eighties, there were upper deck flare tops, early eighties. Yeah, I mean, baseball's up, but he has more than yeah. normal. Like more than the guys earlier. Early nineties when you really start to see multiple cards. And in this. And
1: looking at- for these cards usually you know we use card letter a lot for valuations and in the app it'll give you like an idea of what many people consider to be the rookie but it's funny they didn't have one for Derek Jeter as far as like which of these cards cuz i so i pulled out these are all 93 uh pinnacle give me the first one um s oh i like that
2: pinnacle the black yep, bat
1: Yeah. love it uh, the sp yep. foil that you've got uh the tops 93 tops card uh,
2: hey, let's start with the foil. Let's. let's I was gonna start go
1: back. That. I was just going to let everyone know what all I found. So the select and the score. I'd like to apologize. Thank you for saying that. We are such good friends. Um, Pinnacle. Let's start there. So, this is what I found so interesting about uh, Derek Jeter. His value has dropped uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit since the announcement. It's very weird. um
2: he spiked real high. And a lot of this was
1: baked. I, I think, think so. It's like so the big thing in you know, stock investing is you you buy the rumor, you sell the news. And I, it feels like this sure. is kind of that, you know, like when people heard he was going into the Hall of Fame, he got pumped up. But now that he's in, it's like, eh, and now what is there to get excited about? And now, like, people are selling off. Um,
2: All right, so give me like a specific, What what's like a reasonable card there? Like PSA 10 has going to be through the roof, uh, right?
1: For the Pinnacle, it's not crazy. It's $900. Um, okay. a, what's a PSA 9? Uh, PSA 9 is $80. Oh. Big difference. Okay. And that's the thing. What's funny too is these cards aren't like, you know, it's not like there's just one sale. There's at least a couple sales every, you know, three, four weeks. So. That is funny. Why said that's funny? I was it's just so hard.
2: hard sometimes. It's so
1: hard, especially when you're in to a say
2: good goodbye mood. Um, to yesterday.
1: We can't. Every episode cannot be a lyrics. What
2: you know? What? Why can't it be? I was gonna say, <laughs> no, you don't make the rule. Okay, so the pinnacle. So first, first and foremost, that is an insane jump over ten times the value from a ten to a nine. What's the pop on the pair? Um, so the nine has
1: twenty nine hundred. The 10 only has 650. Um, not oh. that high. Yeah, it's a very interesting. Okay. So that being said, um, a couple of weeks ago, that card, the, the PSA 10 was selling for like 1500 um, as of uh, not yesterday, the day before it sold for like nine hundred dollars. I had to pull up some eBay sales because card letter doesn't show um, yesterday or, or I'm sorry, it doesn't show today um and today it also sold for even less it's down to 860. um so it's continued okay. to drop which I find very interesting um so there's pinnacle
2: card uh if we move on the so real let yeah, me yeah, get yeah. just on the pinnacle card first and foremost I- I'm going to say this with every Jeter card I like G- the fact that we are not at an all-time high is great I don't necessarily know that I love Jeter for the buy and flip But collection-wise, I mean, there are so many Jeter collectors, even me. Quite frankly, I would like to keep one really nice rookie of his and just keep it. I mean, he was one of the most influential, recognizable, best players of the decade that I grew up actually watching baseball. I think there's a lot of that. Like, even my brother Russ, huge Red Sox fan, but I'm sure he has one or two Jeter rookies. It's like, yeah, it's Jeter. You got Like, I just wanted one for the collection. So I guess the point of this is, which ones of these, first of all, does it make sense to buy these with the whole... And it's interesting, you know, we saw the same thing with the NBA Hall of Fame. Prices didn't move it after. If anything, they dropped afterwards. So Pinnacle, I like. The fact you can get a PSA 9 for 80 bucks. that's in a lot of people's wheelhouse for price. I love that. I think it's an awesome looking card, too.
1: So I yeah, like the that PSA one. Yeah, PSA 9, too, it is, I mean, it's at its three-month low right now. Actually, maybe even... Really? That's actually even more than that. This is the lowest it's been since uh, early this year, January of this year. How low can
2: you go? Is that a song lyric? I don't know.
1: You don't have to answer that. All right, next card. So we'll jump to the foil. Uh, Your 93 SP. Now he gives me the SP. Now. Now You know what? You don't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes.
2: Uh, Darren Cheaters, BSA 8. Simmons has to just be cringing at this point. <laughs> All right. So, um, so, this one obviously is his most expensive across the board. I mean, the SP foil is very expensive. What are you, what'd you see on this one? So, first thing that popped out on me is the pop count. How many, how many
1: of these do you think there are of a PSA eight?
2: Oh, tr- 2,000. Uh,
1: 9,100. Whoa. That is way higher than I would have thought. 9,100. It's absolutely. what's it doing? Insane. Like
2: 700 bucks? But it's doing
1: seven. I mean, granted, again, this is also for Jeter, all time or lowest since January.
2: Man, that's a lot. I didn't know there were 9,100. So, I, do do they have BGS 8.5 in there out of curiosity?
1: They've got a number of grades. They do have a BGS 8.5. What's
2: the pop on that?
1: I also, there's a PSA 8.5. How is yep. that? What?
2: PSA does, up to, does half grades up to eight and a half. They don't do a nine and a half, though
1: you don't see them a lot. I feel like I should have known that, but that's interesting. Wait, okay. sure. That's
2: not a really, yeah. It's dumb okay. they do it, quite frankly. Uh, what's um, the pop on an 8.5 now? I'm curious on the BGS. 8.5 has 5,400. Um, There's a lot more of those cards out there than I thought. That's inter- That's way more than I would have thought.
1: And that card is selling for about close to 600, 575 bucks. Yeah, I paid
2: just under five, so I'm happy with that.
1: It is interesting the jump in price on this card, though, because I guess they do Obviously, they made a ton of this card and mm-hmm. it's been graded, you know, left, right in any way. But good grades seem very hard to find because there's only of, you know, we saw huge numbers in those lower grades. But for a PSA 9, there's only 611 of them.
2: Yeah, that's a huge drop. What is it?
1: The do they have 10 on there? They do have a 10, but 20? it doesn't. The the thing about the 10 is there's
2: not many of them being sold. However, the there pop? was uh, there are 21 of them. Yeah, stupid. So one of those, those have sold at auction recently in the, I think they're like 250 to $350. Uh, like, yeah, the last right. one
1: sold August 20th for
2: 400000 Four, Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay, so att- attainable, like what's a PSA 7 doing then? A couple hundred bucks? So
1: that's the thing, yeah. I think
2: um, PSA
1: 7's in the three 330s. You can do a PSA 6, which why would you do a PSA 6? It's only two, it's $290. Might as well do the PSA 7. 7.
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that card. Again, if you're going to keep a Jeter, that's the one Jeter I'm going to keep. Um, I like it even a low grade. And you know what? That's that's one of those things. Despite the population, I think the the demand is still super high. That's why the supply can be high. The demand is higher. I am curious, though, PSA nine, because for some like somebody's going to put a nice one away. So that's
1: the interesting thing about the PSA nine. Um, and I think this may be like a bigger topic of conversation is how valuation seems to change depending on grade. Because on the PSA nine, this is selling for thirteen thousand three hundred. Um, but it has actually gone up over the last uh two, three weeks. So it was How, like what's the pop
2: on? Is it like super low? Six hundred. I mean, it's much oh. lower than the others, but not super low. See, but that's a card. Like if I'm putting a Jeter away and I've got some money, that's probably the one I would chase. I would probably chase the PSA nine. Yep. Cause I think that's one that had, uh, and that is way down anyways, a few months ago, maybe six months ago, those had hit over 20 for a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, even well, February, this thing was in the thirties.
2: That's what I mean. So you're less than half the peak. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I, again, kind of from the collector's aspect, that's the card I would go after. So I would say right now, it seems like a good time to buy. It's down from the high. Just find the grade you can afford.
1: I Yeah. I think that's, that's what you got to do.
2: All right, do me. Let's do one more. I don't need. To, we don't need to do all of them, I guess. Um, yeah, I think that's good.
1: Um, what? Let's do the the other one. I think I see the most of on eBay right now is the tops one. Yeah, yeah, it's all over the place. Yep. Um, so the PSA ten is reasonable, six hundred and twenty bucks.
2: It's about three thousand pop count. That's all. Yeah. That's so the PSA 10. I would have thought it was way high. What's the uh, like? What's the historic high on that? So back 1500? in
1: again February when it peaked, two thousand. That's man, I don't. I
2: don't think that's a bad buy right now either. It's about a third of what it was. Yeah, I just think again, this is kind of the collector segment for you stupid Yankees fans. Like, if you want a Jeter, <laughs> what was that? Did that's you? A, that's just a good way. Um, just snuck that in. There. Just, yeah, we're just I, like I just totally think, calm. Yeah, Jeter's one of those guys you're always going to see him around baseball. Always going to be considered one of the all time greats. You know. He No, he's not a top talent of all time on the diamond, but his clutch, everything about him, like even guys who hated the team, you had to like Jeter. So seems like now, if you're a collector, is a good time to buy him. Um, it, it seems like we're pretty low. And I think the market in general is kind of rebounding. So I like that. Um, I can't believe Jeter just got his, whole, his own segment, even big picture segment, for goodness sakes. He's also got a documentary coming out, The Captain. That's another thing that'll be interesting to see if that affects pricing at all. It's not going to have a last dance type of effect, but maybe yeah. that does a little bit. Um, real quick to findsand sand from MLB network. Who's in our fantasy football league. I will be dominating both him and you, but I don't we'll know. Talk- you
1: haven't picked your, we need to talk about your lineup. We'll talk about that more in Jesse's minute.
2: You can't handle my lineup. Um, I asked him, Hey, like any late season additions you think we're going to see that could affect hobby values and markets. Two of these stood out to me again. He wasn't saying for sure, but just guys we may see get called up. Shane Baz, the pitcher for the Rays. Now his rookie, you may have to look this up. Shane, last name is just B-A-Z. He came up as a Pirates pitcher, I believe. I want to say he was 2017 for his Bowman Chrome. Do Shane Baz Bowman Chrome auto.
1: All right. See, see where you yeah. are. It's, it's not a
2: 2017? on a hard
1: ladder, so I'm going to go to no, eBay. No, no, no. It's going
2: to have to just be eBay. Shame. So anyway, let me give you the names of the two that stood out to me. The, the Him, second name was Joey Bart, just because the Giants are for sure going to the playoffs, as are the Rays. If those guys get called up in time for the playoffs and actually make the playoff roster... Might see some really big movement there, so I think that's interesting to keep an eye on. Um, Christian Pache is another guy he said might spend some more time up. I, I like Christian Pache for the Braves too, uh, but the Braves obviously are not going anywhere. So, what grade would you want to see, or you want to see? I just want to know his undergrad. name. I don't care. Grade is it 2017 Bowman Chrome. Oh yeah, uh huh. Shane So 2017, that would be Bowman draft first prospect auto. Bowman Chrome. They, they've got to yeah. be selling for nothing, right? uh not very much
1: yeah the honestly there's not a most of the ones that are being sold right now are not graded um there was a psa 10 sold maybe two weeks ago for a little over 200 um uh that is an auto correct okay um so right now his base he just had one sold a couple days ago for 62 dollars interesting you think that's yeah, that's just good? super
2: cheap i, I and again you know i don't like pitchers but the, the rays are playing very i mean they're playing great right now that's an interesting one to me joey bart's the other guy 2019 now joey bart is 2019 bowman man is that right yeah 2019 i believe he's in 2019 bowman with luciano man that's a stupid class by the way um Man, that's weird. That's his rookie auto. Did he not have a prospect auto? Or is it? No, that's his pr- first prospect. Nine, five, tens of those are doing just over 200 bucks. That guy gets called up and, and like makes the playoff roster. I just think those are both things. If you want to take a flyer on them, great. And if you already have them, could be interesting to see what happens come playoff time. Done. Big picture over. Little picture next. Hey,
1: while we're still talking about big and little pictures and we're talking about baseball, uh, but we're moving...
2: We're moving segment skills fall. aren't great. Let's just get I, to I it. just,
1: I need to know. I don't see any basketball worked into this uh, show today. And I need to have a moment to talk about it. Say it you now. You tell me, you tell me when. Now? Let's go right now. Is yep. now a good time? The reason why I need to talk about it you're is because I got a lot. Well, you know what? It's not often that I get to say I hate everybody who called me out for being dumb and you're wrong. But oh. I'm doing it right now. Because everybody called me, not everybody, like two people called me out for my takes on last episode on the card valuations. Indy posted on our Instagram page, like our three main ones that we talked about, what they were being valued at. I went back today, just a couple days later, just checking values. Are you manipulating the market? I'm just, I'm just, well, if anything, I I think this is proof that we're not manipulating the market because everyone listens to you and no one listens to me. You Arronius? made five dollars. I on all three cards on the three cards you had. You had uh, Lillard. You had uh, what is Anthony Davis, and you had Tatum, uh, Tatum Hill. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah,
2: Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yep. You so made five dollars. No mo- so no movement there. Okay, but I, Jesse. Yep. That's you. I you're Jesse. Sure. have gone up
1: two hundred and five dollars. I just. And, and that is a much larger percentage because again, what the, uh actually everything but the Kevin Durant. Um, so the Luca, the Luca, I've got them all pulled up here. In fact, so that Luca I like, like oh, that you oh, I was prepared, baby, yep. just to shove it in somebody's face. Um, just I just need a face to shove it. Um, so three hundred and fifteen dollars is what that Luca PSA 10 was going for, the 2018 Optic just a couple of days ago it just sold for $430. The the LaMelo that everyone gave me crap cuz I didn't notice the PSA 9 Prism. was uh yeah, it was a, a little out there. That card went from $140 up to $225. I don't
2: buy any of this by the way. I
1: these I mean, you check the numbers yourself. So, bottom line is other than the Durant which didn't really do anything uh, guys, I'm just saying we make a lot of jokes about my investment skills. And a lot of times I perpetuate it, like Mike does with the whole stereotype of the, the Yankees. I'm not that bad of an investor. Sometimes I am, but not all the time. There you go. There's your MBA. That, that update. was the
2: first Jesse minute. I don't know if we need the next. <laughs> um, two other things, actually, just to make reference. I just like we've been getting more into like doing the polls. I, I kind of like that. Just like a specific thing. Kind of gives us like the especially now like across the three socials. We probably have, what, 30,000-ish followers, somewhere around there. So I, I like the fact that we kind of get a poll of the audience, get the temperature in the room. So Indy did a couple things. First, it was like most underrated in terms of value. Like people we don't talk about, people you don't see their values line up with what they're doing. This is actually going to set up a segment we'll do on next show. So do me a favor. Make note of that. Line seven. We've got two guys. Two guys, a lot of people are like, hey, we don't hear enough about this, all-time greats. Randy Moss and Ladanian Tomlinson. We've talked about Moss a little bit. I have a couple of nice Randy Moss rookies that I I I, mean, I like Moss. I, I agree. Um, Tomlinson, I'm on the fence about. I, I really want to look into that LT's numbers next time. But those were the two guys, like overwhelmingly, like hey, all time greats. The majority of us, you know, 35 years and younger, or 35 years and older, even 30 and older, probably remember seeing these guys. Two of the best at their position all time. I thought that was interesting. So I'm, I want to look in and dig into some of their stuff, like numbers, which cards make sense, historical value, that type of stuff. We'll, we'll tease that for Monday. So if you can remember that, he also put up a poll like best buys in the NFL right now under $100. Four names came across and it was kind of like, hey, just buy these guys, find what you can under 100 bucks. Rookies. Joe Burrow, which I don't love right now. I, I think he goes down before he goes up. Kyler Murray. I do like that pick. I think he goes up. CMC. You're familiar? CMC? Uh, no. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. No problem. I was just curious. I didn't think you were. Um, who I am actually. I'm I do know that about, name. I
1: don't know CMC. He is the
2: universal number one pick in fantasy, by the way. I got number pick number seven, so I didn't have a chance to draft him. Um, so Christian McCaffrey, which I like his upside as well, especially coming off last year, bad year, injury. Maybe he has a quarterback with Darnold. And the last one I think is very interesting. Jerry Judy rookie stuff. He was the rookie wide receiver for the Broncos last year. He's been getting talked about more and more. I, he has I have... been. That's a talented offense with a question mark at quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not super sure about. Of course, I was brutally wrong about Drew Locke. So I'm interested. Anyways. So
1: bottom line is we want to do a follow up on that next week.
2: Yeah, we'll follow up on Randy and LT. And I just thought okay. it's funny, like that many people. Burrow was probably the number one guy. People, I mean, people are really high on Joe Burrow. So, but I like seeing the other guys in there as well. The fact that two out of the top four answers were non quarterbacks, I like that as well. So, I agree. Speaking of quarterbacks, the price on Don Russ is insane. Don Russ traditionally is one of the cheaper releases for hobby. Don Russ football came out yesterday. I have mixed reactions on some of these things. So, first off, the base cards Justin Field base cards, raw base. Are selling for like forty to fifty bucks. What did you find for Trevor? Did you find any Trevor Lawrence that it sold? Oh, there's a ton of Trevor Lawrence that sells. Um, Just the raw rated rookie Don Russ. not any of yes. the other stuff. Okay, what do you got price wise? About fifty dollars. Okay, 40, here's what's yeah. insane. I I only found one Mac Jones rookie that sold at auction. I don't I don't know why. There's only one, and there'll probably be a thousand by this afternoon. The first Ma- the first and only Mac Jones. Sold for $96. Let me say this very clearly. If you have any Donruss rookies right now at your house, Mm -hmm. sell those cards immediately. Don't waste your time grading them. Now, parallels, SPs, take the time to grade. This leads to a bigger picture, too. In general, you're going to see football has always been the worst with this. It happens in other sports as well. But after releases, you see things just come down. I I did not ever expect to see rookies from Don Donruss sell this high. So if you're into that stuff right now, if you broke some yesterday, if you, you know, ripped some local ho- boxes with your card chop, whatever, I would tell you to sell it all right now. Even if you're a collector, you will be able to buy it back so much cheaper than you're going to be able to sell it for right now. It's a mass-produced product. There is So on the rookie and base side, I'm selling. However, that then led to this discussion. Hey, the downtown parallels, which are like one per case, super hard to hit. Awesome looking cards, too. So this year it's like designed by the team. Um, so, for example, the the Jaguars had like a bunch of like actual Jaguars, Cheetahs, whatever behind it. The Dolphins, like an Aqua scene. Very cool product. That's one of the best insert sets of the year. Optic will also make this card. The Don Russ version is paper. The Optic version will be a Chromium. So the Trevor Lawrence sold yesterday as a buy it now for two grand. What were you going to say? Sorry.
1: Does that not feel like a little bit like a kaboom type of card to you? Like where? A in- little bit. Here's, yeah.
2: the, here's the difference. I think, first of all, it's not as produced as the, as the Kaboom, I don't think. Okay. I like the artwork better. I think it's much more unique. I think, that, yeah, artwork's better. And here's the other thing about it. With the rookie stuff, hey, sell high. like It's it's stupid. You have to get rid of it. The downtown, somebody's like, hey, this Trevor Lawrence, $2,000, this seems insane. But to put in perspective, Justin Herbert sold for $3,500 as a PSA 10. Trevor Lawrence is outselling Herbert already by quite a bit. I I don't think there's any reason to sell downtowns early. Like, that is one of those, yes, it's new. I don't think we'll see those things drop. So sometimes we fall into the thinking, a lot of people fall into the thinking of, hey, sell it quick. It's new. It's all going to drop. Some of it will. The base stuff is for sure going to come down. I don't think, like, that Trevor Lawrence card is not going to be a 1000 bucks in a couple weeks. Like, I would grade that Trevor Lawrence card immediately. I would grade any of the big quarterbacks. I would grade, including non-rookies. You pull the Aaron Rodgers, the Brady's, the Mahomes. Grade those immediately. Those but are huge would you, cards.
1: Would you still sell it right now? Buy it back in a few weeks and then grade
2: it? No, no, I don't think it? you're going to be. I think that, in, and I could be wrong. If we are, I'll, I'll roast myself on here. But those inserts in particular, I don't think we're going to be able to buy back cheaper. Like those things, I think are going to really retain their value. By the way, ETH just hit thirty five fifty again. That thing is on the move, and I'm not mad about it. Save it for the show. Sorry. <laughs> So I think it's interesting just to keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Um, what, just finish, finish coughing and laughing at the same time. Blink twice if you can breathe. He's not. Oh, he blinked like nine times. Not. I'll give you a five for breathing ability and a zero for listening skills. Um, that's all I got. Do your thing. Jesse's the Jesse straight whatever you're doing here. <laughs>
1: I I get no respect. It's the Jesse minute. It's the Straight Facts home. So let's just call it Straight Facts, homie, and then we'll dive in. Um, you see how excited
2: I'm getting? I'm slamming this monster, bro. It's when did you start drinking it? When did you I start? Not, so here's the thing. I started right before the show, and I have not had a bite of food yet today.
1: Oh, okay. So it's it's gonna it's in the bloodstream by this point. That's good. Um, Mike is just just aren't doing some kind of yoga pose. I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, this is basically what happens when I start talking. He just tunes out, so that's okay. Um, bottom line, uh, I had a couple of things in the industry I thought were interesting. Um, one uh, was brought to my attention literally minutes before we started recording. Michael, I'm
2: sorry, you already have a question. I haven't even said anything. Could you do the Tom Brokaw <laughs> intro? People love the voice and you didn't Thank. give it to us. Okay, the that's Taze, taze, that's taze a- Tom voice. For those who don't know Taze, you're missing out
1: <laughs> uh straight fox homie that was better than the last couple i think uh, that was just a touch of go. Taze in there
2: perfect <laughs> inside joke you don't understand okay got Back.
1: grandpa takes um bottom line right before the show started there was a release a new nft um from tops for mlb it, okay here's the thing i i almost don't want to like suggest go out and buy this and honestly By the time you hear this, it may already be sold out. Um, They've got two packs. They've got a standard and a premium pack, uh, one for 15, one for 100 bucks. I I was going to go in there and buy some. It's just like every time top seems to release anything. The site just like it will not move. I, you know, I can't get through to buy anything. Um, It's showing that there's about a third left or two thirds of the premium packs left. Um, That being said, I almost wonder if this is maybe more of a cash grab for Tops because, you know, what else? Is, I think they're just kind of concerned about their the future because this is on a totally different platform as well. Like, why aren't we using the other platform that you already re- released an MLB NFT on? Um, th- yeah, I, I don't understand why they've now moved to this. It's, the whole thing. That is being the other said, one would,
2: moving to this platform? No, I, I st- mean, you
1: can't because it's on a different like you're using. So they're going to stay wax. Separate. Yeah, that, I mean. There's no news of them combining, at least. So I wouldn't I don't see how they could anyways. Um, So that being said, uh, if you if you disagree, I'd like to hear why you think there's some additional value in it, um, because I wouldn't mind getting just at least one pack just for content wise. But other than that, I don't know if there's uh, much value. That being said, we're still talking crypto. Someone wanted to talk about crypto the other day. We're not going to do a full segment on it. Michael,
2: Paul, did you have a question? Yeah, go ahead, sir. Just a quick comment on that subject. You know, it's funny. When they did their first NFT release, we had Ravel on the show because he was pumping that all over the place. Then when it crashed hard, we didn't hear a word. I bring this up because I think it's interesting. Lately, he has been pumping VHS. VHS. O- I saw that. I I mean, here's the, here's the tough thing. He was nice when he came on the show. I find him to be so putrid on social media. <laughs> I do. I just think he is such a pump and dump and then he like comes up with this thing like, oh, everybody said I was pumping tickets. I didn't sell any. Dude, he is pumping the crap out of this VHS market, like Dude, to a laughable degree.
1: You're reading, it? you're quoting straight from that post from those people that I don't want to talk about. But and that, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just don't want to talk about them. They they still left a We're bad taste gonna. in my mouth. But
2: the Ravel thing, I'm like, eh, I do wonder, like, what's his angle? Why isn't he pumping NFT? Did Tops just not pay him this time? <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, if that's the case, fine. But I just I think it's funny when you pump a product. But then series two comes out, you don't talk about it. But now well, I'm hearing about his VHS. So it anyway, is okay. weird
1: that like this is not as advertised, at least not that I can tell because they didn't reach out time, to us at all. Right. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Like last time we heard all about the Topps NFT. But this is Did know, we
2: meet this kid at know. the national, the guy,
1: um, the Topps digital guy. Yeah, we did. Um, what was his name? You kept you remembered his name for mo- like a month afterward. Now I can't remember. It's like it's Italian. I know that it doesn't matter.
2: Giuseppe that's got Gustavo. that's got to be wrong um, I was a little bit frank with him at the <laughs> national I wonder if that's why you were a little short with him and that's but okay but in a good way but I was you're, like, ma- hey, you're short with a lot of people yeah I'm short <laughs> I was like hey let's just cut the crap here's what we're doing you know but yeah I thought we were getting like a player to come on and promote yeah like what are we doing well a lot of things have happened with tops since uh since so we mailed left, it so. in? Where's, where's Jeremy on all this okay I'm um go let's let's go on so
1: someone wanted to talk about crypto uh a little bit of the crash if anybody's wondering what the deal was with the crash first off if anyone says they know for sure why anything's happening with crypto i would almost guarantee they're wrong um i don't usually use any of my own opinions on this i go to a guy named uh actually i don't know his name but his youtube page is coin bureau he has like a lot of really in-depth detailed information on the entire crypto market if anybody's wanting to know more about it Uh, check him out. But there was an interesting video. September is going to be pretty much an insane month for crypto. Um, There's a lot of good things and bad things that uh, are going to be affecting it. I could not. We don't provide financial advice ever anyway. I would not necessarily say that this is the time to get in. Granted, I'm not getting out either. Um, I, I do think that there's more upside potential, but what happened earlier in the week when we saw that big crash was a lot of these like um, online sites where you can go and buy crypto they also offer like leverage positions which what that means is you put in one you put in like enough for one bitcoin and they'll let you trade with the value of a hundred bitcoins but what happens is as something falls pretty dramatically you lost your position so Now, everything just keep like you just get sold out automatically on that leverage position, um, which is a chain reaction that causes a lot of people to just get knocked out of the market right away. So that that is one big thing. There's also the whole El Salvador thing and yada yada. Again, I'm not an expert. You're saying,
2: though, extra volatility this month, you think?
1: I think we're we're going to see it not just, you know, this week, but maybe in the next few weeks. So there's there's your crypto update. Uh, well, actually, I got two other things. Um, fantasy. No, you know, I'm going to save the fantasy thing uh, for last. So the thing, uh, I was going to mention just for guys who are curious what the card industry, the card market is doing as far as PSA goes. Um, PSA has graded over 2 million cards since June and the majority are still basketball. Um, and the majority are still modern, ultra modern cards. I just find it interesting um, that they're 2 million and they still haven't opened back up. We talked to them yeah, there's at There's a nationals. rumor now,
2: hang on to that point, there's a rumor regular service may open up October 1st at 150 a card.
1: Yes. Okay. So that's, that's what I was going to get back to. So when we talked to, I thought it was September though, when we talked to them at National, didn't Originally. they say September? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they but got pushed back. S- so bottom line, they're, they're grading more cards than ever. So just if you're out there looking at cards, you're noticing pop counts aren't exactly, you know, it seems like they're really low or anything. Like we talked about last episode, especially if it's ultra modern, just be leery that there's a lot of cards about to come back out into Can the Can I drop my
2: SGC update here then? Seems to tie in with the grading. So SGC called us yesterday. I was terrified. I, we did an Instagram live on this. They also released a video. You know, hey, we're getting overwhelmed with cards. We're getting way more than before. They're grading like 5,000 a day now, which is, I believe, more than Beckett. I mean, they're, they're really doing well, which I like. Then we got the call, hey, and I, I honestly was ready to lose my mind because we saw PSA do this. Hey, we got to slow things down. We're gonna jack prices up, BGS. We're gonna raise prices through the roof. That'll slow people down, and I hate that. Like I, I really was. I like SGC. I still use BGS and PSA, but I like SGC. We're paid by them on our on our other socials. I was almost to the point of being depressed because I was like, man, now they're gonna tell me we're jacking prices up, and I'm just gonna obliterate them and blow this whole sponsorship because I don't care about the money and I. I was prepared to do that. Not tell you, though. So, no, that's good. Uh, that's why I didn't talk to you like. yesterday, because I was like, <laughs> if I have to blow up this part and take money literally out of your pocket, I don't want you to know about it ahead of time. That's smart. However, I was very pleased with this. We're not raising prices. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is, so right now, their website says 20 to 25 business days. I'm averaging about 18. So they're overperforming their guarantee right now. They're going to raise it from to 45 to 50 business days for a return, with the thought of we're not going to see that immediately impacted, we're just preparing you for worst case, it may take another. I think we're still going to see 25 to 30, which is I'm fine with. And the price isn't changing. I was super I was actually happy, about it. I just didn't want to see the same stupid routine where you jack prices up and then you still have to close in a month or jack times up after the fact. Yes, I'm biased. I don't care. I'll tell you I'm biased, but I was very pleased that that was their decision.
1: I don't know if they do this with all aspects of the the card world, but SGC is one of the few, at least, that will do something I love when it comes to service: under promise, over deliver.
2: Yeah, that that was that my, is that exactly was my what away. they seem to be doing. So, dude, that was a paid pre- that prejudiced moment of yeah, the day, right there. We are exactly. so partial for them; it's not funny. Do I we stand- get bonuses, or how does that work?
1: Um, Save it for the show. Last last thing was as of last night. The team sports cards nonsense. I couldn't even remember the name of the show. Um, we sign. did our fantasy football league last night. And the only thing I want to point out. What? First off, You're apparently, are <laughs> Point that out. Well, well, look at there. Indy apparently has far and away the best team. I don't know uh, if that's going to be, rankings. I mean, please. that's a thing. We'll see about that. Check but everybody, tape. we put up a poll on the Facebook page. If you guys hear this in time, uh, go out there and vote because we're going to stop voting before the official season starts. So before the first winner. Yeah. So go out there, vote for whoever you think is going to win out of the 10 of us. We had a Um, couple
2: hundred votes already, I think. Nothing
1: huge, but a few hundred. Yeah. uh, I posted it real late last night. So if you guys haven't seen it, go out there and check it out. Um, The only thing you got to know is that uh, if you choose the right winner, you will be entered into a drawing. It doesn't mean you automatically win. Yeah, but, we'll give
2: away cash to somebody who chose the right winner.
1: You know, the thing about that, though, I was thinking is if you're picking like Mac, uh Indy, you're going, you've got a much lower odds of actually winning if he wins. I, I'm i just saying you vote for someone like myself who, who doesn't have team. as many votes. <laughs> i got a great team. Who was your second round pick? Uh, I don't say it. I was going for Mahomes, and he got taken to, Say I, had, the I name. took Brady. I took yep. Brady. Idiot. And you know he what? He drafted Derrick Henry, <laughs> no
2: problem, Tom Brady, stretch, yeah. third and fourth round picks, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Guy drafted I, the whole Titans team like an idiot, and Brady despite me. It's appalling. I, you forgot I got Gronk, too. Appalling. I don't know if you remember that. not nah, um,
1: Here's the thing. When I, I've played, I've played fantasy football two times. I came in first and I yep. came in second on the first time I won. I chose Tom Brady and Gronk and a lot of
2: Titans players. I figure why, why rock the boat? So I have said a lot of times I hate fantasy. I am all into it again this year, which I'm hoping leads to some sponsorships or something. Because, But I'm all in a fantasy. I got two. I did two leagues, which is enough of me. I don't need 10.
1: So that pulling out of the straight facts, homie and into the card world again, I do have a question relating to fantasy football. And that is, with so many guys all in love with Trevor Lawrence. Why did nobody, I, I ended up picking Trevor Lawrence because I needed a secondary quarterback. Late, right? I But no one was picking him. I picked him way late and he wasn't, but that's the thing. He was ranked pretty far down in the fantasy football rankings. I'm just curious if everyone. The team is terrible. So the overall team is terrible. They don't think that he's going to be able to complete passes or whatever the case is that's going to help him score points.
2: Yeah, so here's the deal. In the card world, if you saw him, like Peyton Manning, his rookie season, I think he had 28 interceptions, losing record on the team. But there were there was glimmers like, this guy is going to be great. So it would sustain the card market. I think you're going to see the same thing. Statistically, I don't think Lawrence is going to have a Herbert-like season where he plays great and his prices jump for that reason. But I think you're going to see him play well enough where it's like, hmm, they're going to build this team around him. I think his value, I think is going to be safe for that reason. But, but from a fantasy aspect, that doesn't help you. Well, glimpses into the future. It doesn't, this Trevor Lawrence is one of the major, where you see a huge differentiation in fantasy value to card value.
1: Yeah. Okay. And to that point, like, I just figured if he's not doing well on the field, you know, if his entire team's not doing well, is he, do you think he's still going to get the same kind of hobby
2: love as far as pricing goes? There's so much hype. Again, this okay. is a long-term thing. guys. Are The guys who are ho- seeing the value, it's like not for this year necessarily. There may be some this year. It's like well, they want to see glimpses of it enough to like, hey, next year though, this kid, Mahomes wasn't unbelievable his first year, but it was like you saw glimpses. I'm not comparing him to Mahomes, but just in terms of his hobby. So I think that's what we're going to see. So
1: And uh, for lastly, for all the people making fun of me, because I have three quarterbacks and it's a one quarterback league. The reason I have three is because I ultimately thought I might try and trade uh, with you because I did have Tua and Brady, and I thought if I needed anybody, I might trade I have
2: dominating quarterbacks. I have Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert. I have, obviously, I have plenty
1: of quarterbacks. I have a quarterback to trade, to spare. I don't I'm even, just saying I, I might need a running backer.
2: I would you, argue my two quarterbacks are better than Tom Brady fantasy this year. So. Oh, was you're
1: you're going to be biting those. Hey, by the way, go back. Before, you know, cut this out. Ron. No, keep it in. Ron, you need to go and mess up with your lineup. You've got one player who's suspended on your lineup for the oh. uh do Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller.
2: Oh, that must have been a late round pick. Auto pick. Yeah, I go. haven't even put my lineup in. Don't worry about my lineup. Get you just to need to go
1: show. in and work on your lineup. I mean, All right, That's straight facts, homie. Which leads right into...
0: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting. So you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com.
2: Straight cash homie. That's for you, Simmons. I'm taking a bit of a stretch this week. This player has been putrid, but he's on the hottest team in baseball. Cody Bellinger. I just at some point this guy's got to turn it around. I think his pricing. This is a this is a weird card too. I think the pricing on this card in particular is. I don't, I'm not saying it's a one week turnaround, but I do think in a couple weeks and a month when the playoffs are in full swing, this could be a very good buy. In line with that, I don't own any. I'm putting out the bat signal. If you want to sell me 2017 Topps Chrome base Cody Bellinger PSA 10s. So the average price right now is about 75 bucks. I would pay you $70 a piece. I would buy them from you right away. Populations under $2,000, which for a base card is not terrible. It's cheaper than his Topps update where there's higher pop and it's a paper card. I just, it seems cheap, man. And I, th- I and I think I think he's going to turn around. I think they're going to win the world. I think that team is going to cruise and win the World Series. So I'm buying Bellinger. I'm going to break the fourth wall here. And I'm going to admit that you were having a
1: conversation with Mark Feinstein right before the show. Correct. And you guys were bad mouthing Bellinger and how he looked terrible. So you're thinking there's a turnaround in the future.
2: That's why I said I was like, what's up with Bellinger? Because I'm I'm going to start buying him. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, I like Bellinger. You know, the other guy, too, who may end up being one. Dude, this whole thing that Otani is just going to run away with the MVP. I thought that. Then I looked at Vlad's stats last night. Vlad has a shot at the triple crown and they're a game and a half out of the wild card. If Vlad flirts with, if Otani slows down just a tiny bit and Vlad flirts with the triple crown and makes the playoffs, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be hard. People get this whole best player and the stats confused with valuable player, especially in baseball. It's always been tied to win-loss record. I think there's a shot I hate to be optimistic two shows in a row, but there is a chance Vlad not only flirts with the Triple Crown, but they make the playoffs. If that happens, I'm not sure how you don't give it to Vlad. Honestly, value relates, in my mind, to wins. It's interesting, man. So if you're a Vlad guy right now, I don't think I would sell anything Vlad right now. I think I would wait and see, as, uh, is this team like, going to make a push for the play? Are they going to make the playoff? By the way, in any other division they would be leading the division just about. They're in the most brutally tough division of baseball, the AL East. So there you go. Let's move on, because I want to get to the next thing. We got mailbag. We're going way over time today. Sorry. Uh, my buys for the week, I just bought, I like LeBron rookies right now. I-, I was trying to buy Brady rookies. I'm pumped about the game tonight, but we've already seen Brady stuff start, start picking up some pace on the rookie values. Um, I'll be very curious what happens, and I hope they just absolutely destroy the Cowboys, but Dak has a monster game, because I am financially tied to Dak. But, uh, didn't buy a lot between now and two tu- between now and Tuesday, but bought a LeBron 2003 tops pristine rookie to the base. It's a 9.5 with super high subs. Sub subgrades make a big difference if you're buying Beckett rookies of guys like LeBron and older. Um this, ha- this is a true gem plus plus. 210 subgrades, two nine five subgrades. It is the highest 9.5 grade you can get. If it was any higher on any of those, it would be a 1010, which would be insane. Paid like thirteen hundred bucks. Average price right now is about the average price is about fifteen hundred, but that's on mins, min gems, true gem plus plus. I think that's a seventeen to eighteen hundred dollar card, and I think we'll see LeBron stuff pick up. But my most interesting buy of the week, I bought four cases of two thousand. I hope you're prepared for this, by the way. Line twenty one. Did you see this? I I just started pulling it up. Yeah, I just okay, saw it. Okay, good. So tops chrome baseball has been falling off the face of the earth in value for the last couple weeks since it came out. I bought four hobby cases. I averaged $176 a box. So that, uh, let me calculate. I should have this written down. So basically I paid, there's 12 bucks. So I paid 21, call it 2115 a case, 176 a box. So here's what, I, first a couple things. Topps Chrome every year does this where it drops right after it comes out. The biggest complaint, and it's valid, too many pitcher autos. Nobody likes them. Totally true. But the SP variations, the base sells really well. This rookie class, I think, is actually pretty strong. And so I had Jesse pull up some stuff from a couple years ago. Um, Like 2017, 18, 19, and 20. The last four years of Topps Chrome. Now, I want to do this because I'm very interested. 2017 Topps Chrome, your two chasers, and really, quite frankly, your only chasers, Judge and Bellinger, which are not selling like they were. They both have lost a ton of favor. They're selling way cheaper. What are those hobby boxes selling for right now? Uh, retail. Oh, I've pulled up cases. You want boxes? Oh, I don't care. I can divide it by 12. What's the case selling for? Uh,
1: 5,900.
2: 5,900? 5, on a hobby case?
1: On a hobby case.
2: 2017 Topps Chrome Baseball hobby case. That comes with a 490 a box. Again, Bellinger is in the tank. Judge, okay. That is more than double what I'm into these boxes for. Now give me 2020 pricing. 2020 pricing? Uh jumping into 2020, 4449. So 4450. 4450. Got my calculator out. divided by 12. 370 bucks a box. Now you had Louis Robert, you have some good players last year. But I don't think this class is that far off with Joe Adele, Alec Baum, who had a bad year, Cabrian Hayes. I think this class is comparable to moderately right now. I think that's a realistic expectation. This could mirror those two classes. I I really, and and I don't think it's going to happen this year. But I think over winter ball, spring ball, by the time the season starts up, so this is a longer term investment. It was like 8,400, something like that. These boxes will go in my attic. Uh, Cases will go in my attic, rather. I don't think it's unrealistic to see these things settle at those prices, which is more than a full double up. But that's when things get weird. Give me 18 and 19 now, please. Pricing. 18 hey and by the way just to keep it easy I paid 2100 a case let's say that just give me the case price I don't even need the box
1: well I wasn't giving you the box ever no no so I, I
2: kept doing the math you're doing it right you're doing it <laughs> hey Jess um hey Jess yeah, yeah. you're doing it oh god' so
1: Uh, and now I'm going to fail because there is not a price on the 2018. (laughs) What's the box price? Uh, give me a second. Let me, let me give you the 2019 while I pull up the 2018 box. Um, actually I have it right here. Uh, 2018 tops Chrome box is hobby box. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: 1300. Yeah. So obviously what's that? Eight, eight and a half times the price. I don't think we're going to see that. That's Acuna. That's Otani. Crazy money, right? But you're telling me this one couldn't, again, if you're being optimistic now, does it hit half of that value? Yeah. It's just interesting. And give me 2019. 2019 is uh, 10,750. So again, over five times the price. Again, outlier. You got Tatis, Vlad, Eloy, maybe Pete Alonso. Loaded class. I'm not saying it's going to get to that level. But I just think every once in a while with some of these, you know, flagship type products, I think there are buying opportunities if you go back. So first thing that comes into play, what is the checklist? Are there rookies in this class that realistically have a shot of being like some big time players? I think you do. I mean, even Bobby Dahlbeck, who I'm not super high on after this. He had a, a bad year. I think next year could easily come out and hit 30 to 40 home runs. Cabrian Hayes, I think is going to be a legit, very good player. Joe Adele, sky's the limit on that kid. I'm super high on him. Uh, Alec Baum, Nick Madrigal, Casey Mize. I just think there's enough talent in this. And I'm forgetting a couple big names, too, I'm sure. So every once in a while, when things like this, when you see dramatic price drops, that's why I bought four cases. I just think I think six months from now, realistically, my eighty four hundred could be seventeen 000 to twenty thousand.
1: Well, and I want to like differentiate between this and like a pump and dump, because I feel like people are going to make that claim. You've been saying this since this tops Chrome has been coming out. But right, and I've been wrong it always for the last, spikes.
2: Right, and I've been wrong for the last month. That's why I was kind of like, it always drops
1: hey. and then spikes, yeah. Yeah,
2: I liked it release week. Like, hey, I think it's good to buy into breaks. I bought it, I spent about a 1000 bucks on breaks myself. Broke even, I didn't have anything big. Um, but yeah, I just think if you look, there's some of these things, I just go back and look at the trends of them. What is this thing historically done? It has spiked before release, it has dropped after release, but like, compared to the last four years, why, why would, the, as cases start drying up, I do, I just, I am pumping it up, I guess. I think it's going to be a great thing to sell and I think we're going to see this thing really take off in the next six months. By the time next year really picks up, I think these could be, so if you have money sitting around, that's what I did. I don't care if it's, you call it a pump, and do what you want. I went out and bought four cases. because I think it's a great investment. To
1: prove it's not a pump and dump, we want all you guys to go out and buy some, but nobody buy <laughs> any from Mike. If he tries to sell it, uh, don't buy it from him. That way we're proving that he's not making any money on it. There you that's go. That's not manipulation at all. <laughs> Perfect.
2: All right. Uh, last couple of things. We will be live tomorrow night on Whatnot Sports Cards. Nonsense is the channel name. We'll be live selling wax, selling singles, doing our thing on there. We will yes. We will be together, which we need. I might have last- a shirt
1: on. Who knows? You won't have a shirt it on. It gets hot in that room.
2: So there, Faze football talked about. Oh, the newsletter comes out t- when when does that come out?
1: Today or tomorrow. Uh okay. as as soon as this is over I will to work. Go to
2: sportscardsnonsense.com, sign up for the newsletter. Some guys make the complaint and it is valid. Hey, on the show you don't really get into the deep dive stuff of the hobby. That's what that'll be more about. We're really trying to promote traffic to the website. The newsletter, it's free. Sign up whatever. There's going to be different segments on there too. Actually it'll be some kind of cool stuff. There you go. There you go. Okay, mailbag, let's go.
1: Mailbag. Um, I, uh, I do have a few questions from last week if we need them, but there were so many really good questions this week. Um, right. I'm going to try to be brief, so roll through them. I'll be boxers. All right. Um, Jared Valentine from the Facebook. Why is Troy Aikman so cheap,
2: Mike? Oh, he is. Yeah, very cheap. He's down from a spike. Why? I don't know, because he's one who's in the light with his broadcasting. Obviously, a Hall of Famer, part of a Dynasty Cowboys team. I think he's a pretty good value right now. If you want to buy him to hold and like having your collection, but okay. why is he so cheap? I don't know. He's overshadowed by a lot of guys. He's not a top ten quarterback. He's just outside of that, probably. But yeah. Um. Next.
1: Good question. I I'm actually I appreciate that as a former Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, David Chavez from the Facebook.
2: What is the next major card show you would attend and/or are attending? There's a card show the first weekend of October in Tennessee. We're going to the Rich Altman show down in Franklin. Rich Altman passed away, but that was who was sponsoring the show. I will be there at least a day or two.
1: I, this is the first I'm hearing about it, but I would like to. I've go sent as you well. the flyer
2: before. It's fine. We'll we'll talk about it later. But yeah, let's we'll talk about
1: it later. Um, I will also say that as a you know, as soon as we can, hopefully get some booths or at least a booth for the national next year.
2: Um, if you Doug- have. If you have a booth for sale or a whole quadrant of booths or you want to give us half a booth, we are paying heavily for it. And I'll tell you right now, especially if you own the whole quad, we will bring a ton of traffic over there. I'll pay for the half anyways, but we brought an amazing amount of traffic at a, at a bad location this year. We will get people to your booth. It is worth it to have us there next year. Um,
1: That's it. I would agree. And we have a we already have a cameraman, Doug, uh, who's been editing some of our videos He's coming. He lives really close. He's
2: going to bring his nice camera and be our cameraman. So yeah, we'll probably go. do something with HBO. Simmons may be there. Some ringer people may be there. I'm telling you, we will we, we will get plenty of attention. We will pay for ourselves and we will make it worth your while. Reach out to us. Sports cards, nonsense at Gmail. Let us know if you have some space. OK, go next.
1: Brian Shom. I was recently, uh, I saw recently a Jackie Robinson rookie SGC5 sold I saw for this about $6,500-ish. Yep. Ra- Robinson autographs sell for a little less, three to 5000 What's the stronger investment? Hall of Fame rookie
2: cards or autographs? So I said, I answered in the group too. You can't go wrong with either, in my opinion. I think Jackie Robinson will stay and, and just almost like an IRA, just slowly uh, get, get maintain his value and increase. You know, I'm not going to see a major spike, but just gradual annual growth, almost like Mickey Mantle. I love his rookie stuff. If I had the choice, and I actually would, I would buy one today. If somebody had a cut auto one-of-one of of Jackie Robinson, I would buy, I just prefer that. I like the exclusivity of it. I would buy that personally, but I don't think you can go wrong from a value standpoint with either.
1: Dylan Rathbone. I like that last name, Rathbone. Uh, This goes back to the Jerry Judy comments. Doesn't have a hateful bone in his body.
2: (laughs) See what I did there? Nah, it wasn't it wasn't your best.
1: Teddy Bridgewater has been very high on Jerry Judy's ability all off season, And with him starting, uh, I see big things for him. Currently, his contenders numbered optic autos are about a fourth to a third of Justin Jefferson's price. Do you think that's a good buy?
2: Yep. I like Jerry Judy as the as does our social crowd for the polls. I like Jerry Judy a lot. Yep. Um, Brooks. Cast. Uh, yeah. Brooks,
1: Cast and Mike thoughts on the Joe Burrow market. I know you've invested heavily into it, but curious if you've been investing at all in Burrow.
2: I don't think I have a single borough card. I sold one or two cheap, like overpriced. Cheap yeah, or I at just least think he's got to do something magical. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So, so I, I, I've bought some like in lots. I sold a couple cheap ones and whatnot. Currently, I don't believe I own a single Burrow card.
1: Uh, Michael, see from, I love saying some of these, uh, in terms of grading modern, what's the minimum grade you'd shoot for to have something graded versus just selling it raw? Uh, so for S- example, you, yeah. Okay. So at, you SGC,
2: at SGC, I would want a nine point. I, in my mind, it has to have a reasonable shot at a 9.5 or better for ultra modern at PSA. Man, at least a nine. I mean, it's expensive. So yeah, yeah, nine, 9.5 in that range. The caveat being, if it's just a huge card, you pull a one one Brady card that's worth $50,000. I don't care if it's going to grade a seven. I grade those because I think it makes it easier on the resale market. It's authentic. It's slabbed. But if you're looking like regular stuff, hey, 100, 150, 200 bucks, whatever. Yeah, nine are better.
1: Okay. Um, Anthony Real, or Rael, uh in the past, Making the Pro Football Hall of Fame had an effect in pricing. Does making the College Football Hall of Fame have the same effect? I I don't think so. I th- I thought we looked. Yeah, uh,
2: I I've never looked into that. the College Hall of Fame. So I, hate, I also don't care about college sports. I've always been Troy Bell, last college player I cared about. Early two thousands, played for the BC Eagles. Troy Bell and Craig Smith. I watched. I got into college basketball for a couple years when I was a kid. That was it. I don't even remember if the Heisman has done a whole lot. Um, No, because, again, there's not a lot of products that correlate to it. Yeah. If he's winning the Heisman, he's in college, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rip Camelucci. (laughs) Camelucci.
2: Just just go with it. (laughs) Be confident.
1: From the Facebook, any hobby love for Ryan Tannehill? That's my boy. Or is it too little, too late? He's had nothing short of a career rejuvenation since going to Tennessee. That's correct. And with the addition of Julio Jones washed as he may be, that's mean. Uh, could Tanny be in line to step up to another QB tier this season? Oh, I am really pulling for it.
2: <laughs> no, in value. No. And here's the reason I think is last year, if you look at his pricing last year, because again, he has been on a great run, his pricing has been way up from what it was yeah. uh, years prior. So he's already he's had too such old? A cra- well is that he's already had such a crazy spike. And at this point, it's like, what am I paying for? He's not I don't think they're winning. a I don't think that I mean, I just think the Chiefs and the Bills are so tough. I think the only way for his stuff to bump would be it would take more than just a great regular season, which he's had the last year and a half. I think it would take like beating the Chiefs in the playoffs or beating the Bills. The, like, I think it's something like that. I think he's played great, though, but his pricing has already moved up quite a bit from where he was for, totally forgotten. So I, I will say that is the reason why Tana,
1: I chose so many uh, wide receivers and running backs for my fantasy league from Tennessee is because I feel like Tannehill, granted, he may not have value. He does seem to fantasy. do very well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So. Great fantasy player. Excellent. I mean, guy, you could argue the guy's been top five in the league the last year and a half. Quite frankly, he's played great and the team wins with him. So I like him on the field. Hobby is a little bit different. We've already seen a lot of that jump already. OK, um,
1: Mike Corderone. Long-term, current, non-QB NFL investments. Long-term. Any thoughts?
2: You know, randomly enough, I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think he's going to go down as a top three type receiver. Uh, All-time great. Um, Well, I mean, Gronk is another guy. I just think Gronk's going to be remembered as arguably the greatest tight end of all time. So long-term, and he has a huge personality off the field. I think that's a great one. Uh, I would stick to the skill positions. But yeah, receivers, running backs, uh, running back, you know... Running backs. Hmm. I don't know on the running back side of things. I'm sure there are some, but those are the first two that come to mind. Um, Mason Hyde wants to know what, in your opinion, is more
1: valuable, an SGC 9.5 or a PSA 10? PSA 10, not even question.
2: Okay. Also, 9.5 is not gem mint. SGC 10 is gem mint. But it's no, no question. I don't care how much SGC pays us. They know this as well, and we say it. PSA 10 is the king of resale. So yes. yeah, no question.
1: Um, I've been getting this question a lot lately, and I know we've talked about this a couple of times, but I figured since we've gotten it so many, Cole Brockman wants to know, how did you and Jesse meet? How long have you known each other? Oh, it seems like too long sometimes. You know
2: what I mean? Oh, I get (laughs) it. Uh, it. I will have been married for 13 years, about a month from October 18th. We, so I mean, I met Jesse 15 years ago. I started dating, me and my wife dated about two years. Actually, we started dating in August of 2006.
1: I met your bathtub before I met you, I believe, uh, at your okay. apartment. Do you remember to... that
2: bathtub? Do you I remember what with t-
1: Alex? The ring, the black ring?
2: Oh my God, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's a great story. I can't leave it that. My, me and my friend Alex had this crummy apartment. Actually, it wasn't terrible. 2 no, bedroom apartment. The a apartment big complex. was fine. It was the people, the, at least the person that lived in it. would not drain. If you took a shower at nine in the morning, it would have, and we called maintenance, 50 times in the stupid thing. Water would just sit in the, it was uncanny. That thing was disgusting. I think that
1: that happened. (laughs) I do recall going to that apartment before I think I actually met you and just thinking. Because you're friends with Alex. This is the guy who's dating my cousin. This black ring bathtub guy. Dude, um, but those were it. the Chili's days. Anything goes bartending until, yeah, bartending <laughs> until two in the
2: morning, baby, living the dream. Uh, yeah, uh, so we know each other, but we didn't start hanging out, I would say, till a couple years into my marriage. Yes, right? yeah, so probably then, 10 years. Yeah, eight, and 10 then years. We've been best friends ever since. Yeah, Three Best friends. I believe in saying Very best friends, friends again for like best the last friends. five years. Yeah, friends yeah. before yeah. that.
1: Friends before that. That's fair. I don't want to oversell it, but yeah. Move on. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I think we've got three more questions. Go ahead.
2: I hate putting out the call every week. So here's what you got to do. Let me know if you have a bunch saved up because I don't want to put out the call and have people waste their questions. I feel okay. bad. That's So fair. I'm not going to put one out for Monday. We have a bunch left from today, I'm assuming, correct?
1: No. So put one out oh, on Monday. Oh, perfect.
2: Yeah. Monday. Great.
1: Go ahead. We're Sorry. starting over. Um, Jeff Ng. Jeff Ng. You said the NG is pronounced Ng, right?
2: Yes. Jeff with a G said, when you see the Asian last name of NG... You pronounce it as ing, as if there were an I there. Thank you, Jeff, for the education. I met him at National. Great guy.
1: This guy is actually from Russia. So I don't know if that's the same. I don't know. I have no idea where he's from. As we approach the end of the MLB season in the playoffs, what matters more to card values? Player awards or playoff presence? Great
2: question. I'll be honest. There's this whole thing, and maybe it used to be true. It has not been the last year or two. Like Otani is, say, Otani wins the MVP a month after the season ends or weeks after, whenever they award it. It is not going to help his value because he is going to lose value when people realize that team is putrid and not making the playoffs. So even if there's a small bump, it's just going to bring him back to where he was during the season. As opposed to somebody going in the playoffs, you know, Chris Bryant's a guy I think of. He's down, but now he's playing for a great team. He's the type of guy. He's obviously not going to win any MVP or anything, any awards, but if he has a good postseason, you're going to see his stuff spike in- immediately to after one game. Postseason is much more important than individual awards. Giannis stuff spiked after a finals. Joker stuff didn't move after an MVP. And those happened weeks apart. So, okay. Good fair. question. Uh, Ilya. His Fishman. name is Jeff with it. That guy's name is Jeff with a G, correct? That's Jeff. NG. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I like that Jeff with a G.
1: <laughs> Ilya Fishman wants to know Trey Turner feels like he is underpriced or his current value and talent a legit dark horse for MVP?
2: Is he a good buy
1: with the playoffs coming up?
2: I don't know that he has a real shot at MVP. I could be wrong. He is leading the league in hits, I believe. Um, you know, yes and no. I think he's going to have a good postseason, but I think he's going to be overshadowed by Mookie and Bellinger and the other guys. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. He's been forgotten for so long. I'm not sure his hobby value will ever catch up to his on-field value.
1: Okay, cool. Last you know, question. One OK, Weston Nickerson, have you guys ever taken a look at your impact on the card market? If you take t- if you talk about an investment, have you seen an impact on card values? Not suggesting you pump and dump, just wondering if there's a relationship.
2: Well, I think more when we started, especially I was going to say, just to be very honest, when we first started. And I felt bad because these would be cards I had. And I'd be like, so I guess you'd call it a pump and dump. Because quite frankly, that's, that's almost what it was. Like some of this, I think some of our first straight cash homies, we came up with straight cash homies because it was like, hey, this is a new show. It's on a network that's all sports. and mm-hmm. has like big name. Like, dude, some of the guys on this net, like Simmons, top five podcast. Rosillo, huge podcast. Vernon and, and uh, Kevin O'Connor. Like these guys are like massive podcast names. So yeah, at first it was like dude, we need to have some sort of like gimmicky thing that like gets people involved. So that's how Straight Cash Only started. And frankly, Simmons really liked that segment. He thought it was cool, and so we were like, yeah, let's keep going. But the problem was, we started seeing like right after like, oh, wait a minute. Stuff is like been getting bought off eBay and doubling, and then a month or two later really cooling off. Some of that coincided with the market, some of that though I do think was because we talked about it. We yeah, so we did pump the pricing that wasn't really the intent. Like I mean, the stuff I've. I mean, I, that's why too. What was it? Our fourth or fifth episode? And this was Simmons' thing. He said, "Hey, I want you to do with an episode where you, not the whole episode, but you will find." It was like, "Hey, disclose what you are holding. What do you own?" Mm-hmm. Because if that was our thing, like I want there to be, I don't want the perception, and I didn't want the reality to be we're trying to pump crap up. But that's why right off the bat I was like, "Hey, here's what I have. This is what I have in the safe box. So what I have here." You know, these are my intentions with the card. That's why now, too, every week you'll see it. Hey, I just bought four tops Chrome hobby cases. I plan on selling them when the season starts because I think prices will bump. I We really try to stay in front of that, and that's why we've gotten away from the straight cash homies buying, at least me. Yeah. The market's volatile anyways. I don't think anybody should be giving advice on a weekly basis. Like some of these stupid shows every week, it's like, these are what you should buy. Well, A, they're not buying it, or B, they are buying it. They have it. They're trying to pump their own market, and you see those guys sell I didn't want that stupid angle of like, we're yeah, we're making a lot of money on the show and on our sponsors. I'm not trying to make an extra 50 bucks pumping singles. I just I, I think it's a crappy thing to do.
1: I think we'll forever have to talk about this issue because it's hard yeah. to be in the card market and talk about the card market at the same time where you don't have some kind of effect, especially if we're gaining in popularity. Uh, we can't help it that you guys like us and that we're popular.
2: But but that is a big part (laughs) of the trick. I know, but the transparency will always be there. When I buy, that's why every show, I try. If I have bought something that week, this week was a LeBron Monday show. I told or Tuesday all the DAX and whatever else. I I, I'm gonna always just tell you what I did and what my intention is for the card, Um, because I you know as much as we can, we want to be transparent about that and upfront, so you know where we're coming from. But yeah, I think that's gonna be something that's an ongoing battle with the show. I mean. Um, if it makes you guys feel any better, I did lose some money on those
1: early cards because we bought in because oh, we gotten, thought they were good and yeah. then the market spiked and then I didn't sell out when the market spiked. So. Sure. Like
2: the Kevin Durant, I mean, I spent $35,000 in the Durant lot. I still have the majority of that. It's not worth half that now. So, I mean, I've taken, I, but yeah, I, I don't know how you counteract that. You know, if you're going to be in the space of, but that's a, a big part of it to me is you put your money where your mouth is for it this week. The, I mean, the straight cash homie, I don't remember the last time we did it. Could have been I don't remember. But that's why I'm telling you, I think Bellinger's a good buy. If you have 2017 Top Scrum Bellinger PSA 10s, I'll buy them from you for 70 bucks. I'll sell them during the playoff spike. And if he gets crushed, I'm gonna say, hey, I just moved these at 40 bucks a piece and I got murdered. But yeah, I do feel accountability is lacking in the space. So many people are quick to pump things up. I don't know that they're even spending their cash on it. And then they never address the fact that, hey, we promoted this and anybody who listened to this advice would have gotten murdered on it mm-hmm. because everybody has to keep up this appearance like we're never wrong we're all wrong all the time about these things so that's why we try to form the content more around other things trends you know market and just make it entertaining because I, I don't have any problem saying that we're the most entertaining card podcast I, well that's that's true the most, the most analytically accurate probably not so and
1: we never will be that's not there you go that doesn't seem like a good thing to brag about
2: um, thank
1: we you well said
2: What Not Tomorrow Night, next podcast on Monday, Brady dominating Dak tonight. That's what I want to see. Me too. He's starting. I hope he throws nine picks. That's (laughs) not true. I can't root
1: against him. Yeah, now Um, you're in a real crossroads to root against me, but also root for him. I just
2: want to see him do good and you do terrible. (laughs) That's fair. Um, Anyways, we are done. That is Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Like I said, check out the website, newsletter. We're trying to pump out content there as well. SportsCardsNonsense.com. Brought to you by the Ringer. I think I already said that. If I didn't, there you go. Powered by Spotify. It's on Spotify. Anywhere else you get your podcast, listen up. See you on Monday. Goodbye. Bye.